Costa turns out of Welcome to the OzFPL podcast for all your news, reviews and banter. Now, here's your hosts, Luke and Sam. Hello and welcome to another episode of the OzFPL show. My name is Luke and unfortunately we've been away for the past week as we've been mourning the loss of Claudio Ranieri from football. It has been a tough week, hasn't it, Sammy? I'm so upset um, that I didn't want to do this pod, but there was only one thing that brought me back to this pod, Luke. You know what it is. What's that? What's that? Sergio Kun Aguero. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got a that sound game week. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to add that back in. No, the double game week this week, obviously, big big news and uh, triple captain potential. Um, what do you think about that? I reckon... Why not? Because they're playing who Sunderland Stoke, I think you told me. Yeah, so got, it's good fixtures. But will he play both games? That's that's what we'll talk about a bit later on in the show. But before we get to that, what else has been going on, Sammy? How have you been? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, any exciting things happen in your life, Luke? Yeah, maybe just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> brought into the world a new a new bub um, this week and or last week now. And yeah, so another reason why the podcast was put off for a week, but... Oh, so listen, you left me for the little bub. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm sorry, Shulan. Uh, I'll have to explain one day why uh, Uncle Sam's so angry. Um, mate, mate, who have you known longer, me or her? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, mate. It won't happen for the next one, I promise. Number no, two doesn't, doesn't matter about number two. Is that right? The fair, no. the fair, the fair, yeah, no one cares about number two. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, wait, I'm number two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, when was the last time your parents said, I love you, Luke? <laughs> never. <laughs> he's thinking, never. he's thinking. I know, you, you know, you send it to me once a week at least, so I feel special. <laughs> um, All right. No, but yeah, that's been, that's been pretty good. Uh, apart from that, Sydney FC have just uh, beaten Melbourne Victory. Um and taking an 11-point lead. Looks like they'll get their first bit of silverware in, in about three and a half years or whatever it is, so looking yeah, forward congrats. to that. Congratulations. Yeah, no, that's been nice. They've been playing just really good football. They're a league above the rest this the year. Rest, um, definitely. Which is a good, a good thing going into next year, especially if we're Sydney and Melbourne go to the Asian Champions League because, oh my God, have you seen the <laughs> recent results? I, I think I actually tweeted something about this. This is terrible. Australia really needs to change. Mm, the way it's... the way we develop our players, it's it's seriously a problem. Oh uh, look look I I think we do have a problem there, but I clearly the issue is not that. I mean, what's the difference between this year and last year, Sam, that um the this the Chinese league have the now? Money. What's the big difference? The money. The big exactly. money, yeah. So it doesn't matter how much you develop your players because how many of the plays that goals come from are from the international stars and I mean you play better when you play with better people so the Chinese players will look better because they're playing around Oscar and Martinez and, okay. and those sort of players so I for me what you're saying, Luke. Yeah, yeah. we can't I don't think we can do much unless we get some big investment here which I again can't see 
So hold on, but doesn't it come down to the quality of the player? So why don't we have these kind of quality players in the country? Mm, you know, it's, it's the money. Not enough money in our game in Australia. Yeah, I, I think in terms of development, we're further behind. And culture as well. Like, if you think about the pool of people that we have to pick from compared to England where football is, like, the sport and then exactly. Spain where football yeah, is true. the sport and Italy where football is the sport, we have many of the sports. We have, if you look at the participation rates, we have AFL, NRL and cricket all about just just below actually now participation rates with soccer, but funding is all towards those three sports in Australia. Like we're culturally yeah. set up to support AFL, NRL, and um, cricket. The thing is, the NRL, who is it? The ARL, you said, and the uh, the other one, they seriously need to go. They need to stop supporting those those kind of uh, sports because they are not international sports. Now no, I'm not sure exactly. if you heard. Yeah, did you hear uh, our friend Bozza? Mark mm. Bosnich and uh, his host, co-host, sorry, they went on a 12-minute rant about, <laughs> oh, Simon Hill, sorry, as well, about how Australia is not doing enough for Australian football. And I agree with every word they said. Yep. No, I, I agree. Boz is a real good advocate for football in Australia and he speaks his mind, which is, is good. He has no responsibility to anyone. He's just a commentator who loves the game and so... He's turned into a really strong voice for Australian football, but look, like you said, the money's not there, the government aren't investing, and nothing's going to happen until those no. things change. So I know we need we need you know better clinics and better youth development as well. Yeah, exactly, uh, and the, those things don't. Well, look at look at our Australian team. How many of them play in the A League? None of them, exactly pretty much. None. It's like yeah. they're all overseas, which is where you'd go. That's where the money is. That's where the good, the better football is. So. Yeah, anyway, we could talk about coaches. this for a anyway, while, couldn't we? We need, to, yeah. we need to push on to start talking about the, the fantasy week that is ahead the of us. The important stuff, yeah. Um, let's just go through the games for game week 27 because between 27 and 29, it, it's, uh, it's going to be pretty important to make the right moves. Um, and with one day to go when this podcast will hit the, uh, hit the sound waves, then people will start having to make their decisions. All right, let's talk about the first game of this week, which will be Man United-Bournemouth, and it chucks up a bit of a problem first and foremost in that everyone who has Ibrahimovic in their team as their sort of sole expensive striker will be looking at getting Aguero in this week, but I don't like the Ibrahimovic to Aguero trade personally. How do you feel about it? I feel like Aguero is going to trump Ibrahimovic solely because of the double game week. Mm, Look... I I just think if there's another option, like I have Ibrahimovic in my team and Lukaku, I don't want to get rid of either of those, and I'm trying to do a pretty big shimmy to keep him in because, I mean, Bournemouth have the worst defensive record in the league. Very true. Man United have just taken, um, obviously, the EFL Cup, and they are, they're just playing good football. So I can just see Ibrahimovic honestly scoring a hat-trick, and it's in these double game weeks, you, you remember every year there's one or two players that you wish you would have kept, and... And for me, it's Ibrahimovic and Sanchez that really worry me this week. Ibrahimovic more so than Sanchez, yeah. I, I would say. It's it's um, funny you say that because in the last two games, man, you've played Bournemouth. They've scored three goals in both of those games. <laughs> so well, yeah, it could be a goal fest for Ibra. I, I I can foresee it being a goal fest, and I would say put some money on Ibrahimovic to get at least one goal in this game. So keep him if you have him in your team, and only as a last resort would I say switch him out for uh, for Aguero in this. 
in this uh, in for the double game week. Um, now, for me, can I just add? If you, if I had Ibrahimovic or Sanchez, I would mm-hmm. ditch Sanchez first. That's my personal opinion. I would keep Ibra, like you said. You would keep Ibra over Sanchez, yes. Yeah, fair enough. At this point, I think just given the games that are coming up, I think he's a better choice at the moment. Um, but keep in mind that Man United obviously will have a blank game week in game week 28, and so will Man City, obviously. But if you want to keep Ibrahimovic um, to save a trade maybe for next week, that, that would also be a benefit, so you have a player that is playing. Um, but Bournemouth do play twice. So are there any players from Bournemouth that you might be thinking of? Maybe not well, this the, week, but next week. Next week, yeah. There is one player that... Um of you know, keep him on. He was on my wish list. Yep. Uh, for some reason, I just haven't put him in yet, and that's Josh King because his form is great at the moment, and he's on penalties, so um, great, he's great definitely call, one to yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah, especially after getting in the goals last week and really bringing home. Um, I think he ended up. Well, no, he may, may not have got any bonus points as the bonus points yeah. seem to be screwing. I think you're thinking year, of the but... week before. Okay, well, he's still been on, hasn't he? He's been he's been in pretty hot form, so. I would say next week he'd be a pretty good call to bring in because he's cheap and he seems to be scoring. So yeah, he's not me, blanking. That's a next week trade. Um, all right, let's move on. Oh, sorry, before we move to there, what about any other Man United players you're thinking this week that will do something decent? Okay, well, if we're calling Ibra to score, who's assisting you? <laughs> Think of it like look, that. Uh, look, Pogba probably, but not fantasy option for me. Um, yeah, have you heard? Probably... F- Sorry, you go. No, I was going to ask you, because, you know, it's your team. Have you heard anything on Mkhitaryan? Is he um, possibly lining up? Look, I haven't heard too much um, about it, so I can't... Sorry, I haven't been doing my research, Sammy. You called me on it. Um, oh, I'm sorry, excuse, mate. I've just had a child. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, the only probably other person I'd bring in or keep in my team at the moment would be Valencia, who I think will, will get a clean sheet, or De Gea, who, again, I think will get a clean sheet... Um, but Valencia, obviously, with that assist threat he has. Um, but, yeah, let's move on. Uh, Leicester Hull. Now, we can talk about Leicester from last week. What did you think against your team <laughs> getting oh. a 3-1 win? Oh. Luke, I don't know if I, I, uh, I don't know if I told you. Well, just remind me. But I seriously called this. I told somebody. I, I assumed it was you. It probably wasn't. But as soon <laughs> as a team sacks their manager... <laughs> for some reason, it ends up, you know, they end up versing Liverpool next. And, you know, you know the rule about um, when a team loses their manager, they always come out firing the next game. Yeah, they're, they're exactly all passionate. They want to get back on the winning ways. They think it's the manager's fault they've been losing. Look, I I think it was a bit of a fluke personally for Leicester to, to do that. But it yeah. was pretty ironic that it was against Liverpool who were struggling and yeah. uh, just... It just Look, keeps on, rolling. Yeah, I just want to say that I despise the way Leicester play. I hate the way they play. Yeah, uh, counter. Just counter, counter. You know, feed that ball to Vardy. He's too quick, and then bang, he's in. So, <laughs> I know, but your your strategy of uh, holding the ball this year has just been so fruitless. It's really benefited you. <laughs> it hasn't benefited you. It hasn't been really. at all. Yeah, we just I mean, uh, you, you still have it us, but but. Look, Man United are nipping at your heels now, and oh, you have a game in I hand, can, so yeah. I can I can foresee us overtaking you um, 
And finishing on top of you guys personally, the way just Probably. the way things are heading. Yeah, we are in trouble, but you know what? It's so typical of Liverpool to come out against Arsenal this week and <laughs> win that one like 4-3 again. A blitzer. Oh, you're not wrong. I don't even reckon 4-3. They could probably win it like 3-0 or something stupid. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. It's insane how they but, get up uh, for these big games. Yeah, no, I agree. Um... All right, well, any players from Leicester, you probably wouldn't be going near them as they don't have any sort of benefit this week. But No, nah, I probably wouldn't, but you know what? Hull are improved. Mm, um, I don't, they are. Yeah, I don't see Leicester like completely uh, smashing Hull here. Yeah, no, me neither. be tighter. Same, I agree. And uh, in terms of Hull players, I, I don't know too many. Is it Ndaye? Yeah, Ndaye, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a pretty good cheapie. And, and if you're looking to cover some, like if you if you can't bring in a Stoke or City player, this is what I was thinking. I was going to bring in um, him as a spare because next week he'll obviously have that extra game that's to right. play. So he was he he's a good cover, mm. very cheap and, and likely to have 90 minutes. So... Exactly. A good option there. And you know how you know how some teams still have like players like Amat and Aki or mm-hmm. Ake and stuff like that? There's another player where if you've got that extra point one, you can um get Robertson because he's only at four point three. And he's a definite starter, so and they don't blank like you said next week. Yeah. So I think it's Might a good be option. A good call. And look, Leicester, just because they have one good week doesn't mean they will kill it. They're up against Swansea next week, which can go either way really with the Swans. Yeah, those relegation uh, fighting teams, you know, they're yeah. coming out strong. Yep. All right, let's move on to Stoke Middlesbrough. Now, obviously, Stoke is the other team with the double game week. Who are your players from Stoke that you'd be picking at the moment? Luke, I'll be honest with you. It's just um, Peter Crouch, to be honest. It's the only player Peter I'd Crouch? look at. Yeah. What about Alan? Ouija? No, I actually wouldn't go for him. Fair uh, enough. He was, uh, he was like our Kapu. Anadvish, no. Not really. Wouldn't touch yeah. him. Yeah, no, I think there's better options, especially in the Man City team, given their um, given their game week lineup. So for me, I have Allen in my team. But yeah, like, like you're saying, Crouch is getting at least 60 minutes a game and in, in pretty good form too. So I think I agree. He'd probably be one of the only ones I'd bring in. Um, what about goalkeepers? What are you thinking? Um, Stoke. Who's the Stoke goalkeeper at the moment? Is it Grant? No, no, what's his name? Uh, there's Grant. Is it Grant? Grant? Yeah, yeah it's Grant. Grant. Grant could be uh, get you a few bonus points or could get you a few save points this week, um, given he's got a double game week. But no, that's true. That's true. I think stay away. I wouldn't oh, make I... the trade just to bring him in. If no. you know what I mean? No. No, I was close to to doing a crouch, a double game, uh, captaining crouch instead of Aguero. I was thinking about that as a differential. No, you uh, can't. But you can't. Do I that. know. I just can't do it. I can't bring myself to not have Aguero. <laughs> My front line is going to be Lukaku, Aguero, Ibrahimovic. Um, well, after I'm done, so yeah, I, I couldn't steer clear of that. But losing Sanchez and likely Ericsson for me um, is going to hurt, especially because yeah. both of those I think could do something this week. Um, all right, let's talk about Swans Burnley. Swansea, obviously, um, and Burnley, a good option for players this week because they both play next week. Um, Swansea, probably the easier match against Hull. And Burnley, yeah. Burnley's a bit hard to pick their players. but Yeah, Burnley's away in this game, so, you know, they're only mm. strong at home. 
Um, yeah. I see Swansea taking out this game, and um, I like a couple of their players, to be honest with you. Yeah, you really you kind of want to bring in Sigurdsson as yeah, a definitely. cover over the next couple of game weeks. He's got a pretty good round of games. Yeah. Um, They've got a defender, uh, Swansea, who, who just went up, and people started to notice because he you know, has the capability of scoring. Uh, mm-hmm. Alfie Mawson, he was 4.5, he's currently 4.6 at the moment, so good option. I, I brought him in, actually, because he doesn't blank next week, so he's he's got nice. me covered. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to aim to have at least eight or nine players next week. What are you? What about you? Um, so yeah, probably eight. Now you probably don't want to have eleven. Honestly, if you have eleven, I think you're ruining your team. Yeah, you would have had too much. That's right. I think that's yeah, too many for it's too many every, from the rubbish teams. All the top teams will have around eight or nine, I believe. Um, some may even field with seven because they don't want to lose their big hitters. Exactly. But look, I think I think eight or nine is the safe. Is a good number. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. Um, not too much to talk about from Watford Southampton apart from no, neither team are playing the next week, so we'd probably stick yeah. there bringing in anyone from there. Exactly. Uh, don't really want to call or score. Southampton should win that, but they're away. Um, let's talk about the next game, which I think is more important: West Brom Crystal Palace, because West Brom have so many options. I think they're the best pick of next week, personally. This must be like a record for them because they're currently eighth at the moment, you know, just behind mm. Everton. So yep. they're doing very and well this season. That's right. And as we've said before, we've doubled up on defence at the moment. We have Brunt and McCauley, yep. which does make things a little tricky in defence as we have to pick sometimes between either or either. Uh, but look, I think you can't go wrong with picking either of those two personally, especially if you need a cover for next week because they both play. Yeah, and I'm going to give you a stat here. Um, West Brom have never lost a Premier League game against uh, Palace, would you believe? No, really? No, yeah, they've won two, drawn two. Okay, now, <laughs> and they played the, four times. The, the, bad, the bad news is not many clean sheets. <laughs> mm. um, but so, that's not why we have Brunt and McCauley, is it? That's right, we have them I for mean, more of that attacking uh, prowess. Brunt is the assist king and, and McCauley seems to snag a goal here and there, which... He either gets a goal or gets a clean sheet. It's <laughs> yeah, it's a good combination. So happy with that. Uh, let's talk about Liverpool Arsenal, and obviously Liverpool in, in a bit of trouble. But like you said, I think they're the kind of team that will come up against Arsenal and really put together a strong performance at home. So who are you bringing in? Oh, I've I've still got um, Firmino and Mane for me. So. I'm going to hang on to them, especially because, again, like you said, next week they don't blank, so they're just safe to have. But I really like Lallana, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Lallana's due a big game. Fair enough. I, I personally am not liking any of the Liverpool players, but, again, they do play <laughs> next week, so you've got a bit of safety there. If you do have Mane, it'd be the only one who I'd bring in at the moment. He's the only one who I still think is capable each week of doing something. Firmino just he just he's so he's yeah. good, but I don't know. He, he's he just, not a finisher for some reason. Like he yeah. doesn't find the back of the net um, you, as often as we'd like. That's yeah, right. and Coutinho, you know, does find the back of the net here yep. and there. And Arsenal, obviously, there's a few good players to pick from, but their form is up and down. And I think, apart from Sanchez, you really, you really kind of want to steer clear of Arsenal. At the moment, especially given that they don't have a game week next week. 
Yeah, and I think that was the big decision we had to make, wasn't it, with uh, Alexis Sanchez? Mm-hmm. Get him out. I think, guys, if you need to, I think this is the week to take him out and bring in, who would you, Sterling or Sane? Oh, okay. I know Sterling has been involved in a lot more goals than um, uh, Sterling ha- uh, Sane has, but mm-hmm. I'm a fan of this young kid. I really like the way he plays. Um, he's been involved in uh, goals and assists in the last mm. six games. He so seems I'm hungrier gonna, to me to score. Very yeah. hungry, and he wants to impress, I believe. So I'm going to say Sane. Sane. Well, you and 22,000 managers have brought him in, but about 75,000 managers have brought in Sterling this week. So Sane really is the differential of the two. Well, that's uh, great news, exactly. Yeah, so look, it's... Um, I think it's going to be a, a tough game week for. I mean, it's it's going to be a tough game week if if you pick the wrong one. So it might be a smart option to go both and Aguero. What do you think about that? I reckon, yeah, it's a great option. Um, would you believe I've gone the I've done the triple. I've no. uh, Sterling, Sane, Aguero. Yep, I'll, I'll press my team for you if you like. <laughs> it's um, no, I, you know, it's let's make like or break. I think a lot of people will be going that option. In terms of our Oz FPL team, we've gone the safety, more safe route. We've gone Aguero, Sterling, and then brought in Stones, even though we obviously have never really liked the Man City defence. Vincent Company has recently come back, and their game weeks are quite... They're not too bad. Like They could jag a clean sheet out of one of them, um, which is all we really need. That will make up the points, and then two more points for the next game week. With a possible four for another clean sheet, look, yeah. it could be a could be a could be payoff for us if we get stones in. It could, but can I just throw a span into the works and possibly scare you? Here? You ready for this? No, don't do that. Listen, apparently Sergio Aguero felt his hamstring after the game, you know, in the <laughs> FA Cup. So Pep said they'll continue to monitor him up until game time. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me and all those people who didn't bring him in and Captain Ibrahimovic because there'll be people that are doing that for sure. This yeah, week. for sure. So smug. Absolute scenes when Aguero doesn't start. Could, oh, you, could you believe that? It'll be funny. Just make sure you got that vice captain on someone good. But I think... <laughs> no. So let's talk think, about the captain choice at the end because that will be a big uh, yeah, topic of yeah. conversation. Um, I just think he'll get limited minutes. That's all I think will happen. I think so too. I, I so, do. I agree. But I still think the minutes that he gets will be enough, enough for him to score at least a few goals. So, okay. But triple captain, I would not at this point. I would wait to the double game weeks where maybe Ibrahimovic is playing twice because he's been obviously nailed on and yeah, he doesn't seem to get injured. That guy. No, for Harry, doing well for a thirty-five-year-old. Yeah, or Harry Kane, depending on the game week combinations in. 34 and 37, I believe, are the game week double That's game right. weeks that you need to yeah. set up for. So we are going to be starting to make our moves to set our team up for that, and then we will wildcard probably out of it before. to set up for game week 37. Yep. Um, anyway, let's keep moving on and talk about Spurs-Everton. Now, Spurs, obviously, with Harry Kane scoring that hat-trick last week and getting an assist, really hurt a lot of people if you didn't have him in your team. Uh, but what do you think about this week? Is he going to keep that form? Well, what do you think about this? A lot of managers transferring Kane out after scoring a hat-trick. How odd oh, does that right. sound? <laughs> a 
Look, I was going to tell you, I was on the edge of it, given the up against Everton, who are, I think, a, a strong team um, to come up against. Uh, so, look, I don't think it's a terrible call taking Kane out for Aguero, but given that Aguero could be getting limited minutes, it might not be the best move. I would try and say keep Kane, and probably you want to take out maybe Costa instead. Costa. He doesn't seem to get big goal hauls, but. No. He uh, usually gets one or two, which is. I can't remember the last hat trick. I can't remember the last hat trick Costa scored. Can you? N- no. I don't, has he scored? A, did he score a hat trick? Oh, honestly, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he has. No, um, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we jinxed it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, but any other players from Spurs you're thinking might be a good option? Oh, apart from their wingers like uh, Kyle Walker. Um, yeah. You've got. Christian uh, Christian Eriksen, who um, he I believe scored twelve points, I think it was last week with um, a couple of assists. Yeah, look, he's he's doing very well at the moment, but I, I still don't think he's one of the tr- trades I'll be taking out this week to, to exactly. bring in Sterling yeah. or Asane. Because yeah, if you've got one I, or the other, yeah, sorry. I you know I'm agreeing with you. I just totally think that it would be a better idea to bring in Sane or Sterling for Eriksen. Yeah. Um, Everton. Now, good good options in Everton, and we've tripled up on Everton. We've always had two, but we've uh, obviously got three now. In uh, well, actually, no, we've had three for a while now, haven't we? We've had Luke yeah, Hattie, or a couple weeks, Barkley a few weeks, sorry, and Robles. Robles, the keeper, <laughs> the goalkeeper. Where well, I don't know if we. I think that's one of our mistakes this year. Uh, yeah. If we we're going to pick up one of the Everton, Evertonian defenders. It, it really should have, have been, been Baines Coleman. or Coleman. Yeah. It should have been Coleman. From the minute that we started seeing him really go and push up into the box, it's been hurting us. But we are now too far in to make that trade, unfortunately. That's true. But now, good options yeah, in Everton. Very good options. Um, are you thinking Lukaku, Barkley? A lot of people are talking about this Lookman fella. What do you reckon? Look, I haven't watched enough Everton to tell you personally. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Lookman, Lookman, <laughs> Lookman. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Not t- <laughs> yeah, but um, look, the last few games between them have been very, very tight. You know, you're talking about one all draws and uh, nil all draws. So I don't expect. Uh, it doesn't matter who you keep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't expect big uh, goal holes no, from a- any of, either of them. That's a good point. You're right. I remember the last few games have not been anything other than a one-all or nil-nil or one-nil game. So definitely thinking uh, to steer clear of Spurs players personally, but Everton is pretty safe in defence, I guess. Yeah, especially because they don't blank again, you know, game with mm-hmm. 20. I'm always looking out for it, so you've got to prepare for these yep. things. All right, then the first of the double game weeks for Man City will come up against Sunderland. What do you predict for this game? Are you thinking? I think um, oh, I, I, I'm going to say I'm going to say two 0 Okay. For City. Look, I just want to yeah. ask you about the forgotten the forgotten man, Sammy, and that is Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Well. We haven't heard much talk about him this week, have we? In no, terms I tell you, of bringing him into the team. Why is exactly. that? There is a reason. It's because um, he and Silva are playing a little bit deeper than what mm. they what they're used to playing. Um, and Sane and Sterling have 
gone, you know, replaced those positions. Well, I know they're playing on the wings, but they're a bit more higher up on the pitch. So yeah. it's for those reasons where those players like KDB and Silva are giving, they're assisting the assister, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's it. Good point, Sammy. That'll uh, that'll help our listeners for sure to decide against the expensive Kevin De Bruyne, but the quality is there in him, and he's 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 a potential goal threat, always. Um, Chelsea West Ham. I just can see Chelsea destroying West Ham at home. <laughs> um, what about you? Uh, no, I don't. I don't see them destroying him. I reckon it would be like a two-one kind of win. Chelsea okay. have uh, fallen off the like. No, I don't want to say that because I know um, they won their last game convincingly, mm-hmm. but they didn't win it until late in the second half, if you know what I mean. Swansea yeah. gave them a bit of a um, a challenge where Swansea could have also taken the lead. I don't know if you saw it, but there was a handball in the box by Aspilicueta, and at that point of the game, it was one all, could have went to 2-1, mm. and who mm. knows what would happen then. Yep, and they got a little bit lucky there, but... I don't know. I just see. I just for some reason, I just see the combination of the West Ham players up against the uh, Chelsea players as a as a sort of death <laughs> death for the West Ham players personally. But Listen, look, I, I think, I I think you're just scared. I think you're just scared because uh, you've <laughs> traded out Costa. Took out Costa. <laughs> exactly. I think that's what yeah, it is. I'm, I'm covering my ass. If he scores three, then at least I called it on the podcast. And uh, <laughs> if he didn't score three, then look, we nah, made the smart It's choice. a 2-1. Two, 2-1 one. Two, one game. 2-1 one game? Yeah, snotty. Snotty in. Snotty. Oh, okay. No, he's in my personal team. And not a bad choice because he obviously plays next week as well. Um all right, let's uh, talk about the last game in Man City Stoke. Look, Man City again, are they going to rotate their players in this game? It's only a three, four-day turnaround. Look, ha- they can't rotate the whole team. Um, they'll rotate possibly a few players. I reckon they'll rotate players like Kolarov, Klishi, um Sanya, those kind of players. Okay. Uh, they, they might give the youngster a go, I reckon, in um, Alex Garcia. He played in the FA Cup. Mm. Um, so that you know that means they might rest one of Sterling or Sane, which is what I'm worried about. Yeah. But hopefully they get 60, 70 minutes before that happens. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, actually, before we move on to that, I just want to – one player that we kind of breezed over a bit probably too quickly is the uh, – is it Gabadiani? Oh, from uh, South South Yeah, yeah it, who's on say? fire. I'm just going to say yes because I don't know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is on fire. Like he even scored against you guys in the uh, in the cup uh, win in the final. It's Gabby 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 Adini. That sounds better. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he is looking on fire, and he's been brought in by a lot of players this uh, past. But why, few Luke? Why? Oh uh, look! But I guess he's one of the big overhyped kind of players, but he's living up to it. So, but he's I'm not playing this week. Oh yeah, no, no, he's playing this week. He's not playing <laughs> Sorry, next week. He's not playing. La- yeah, la- people yeah. brought him in last week and they had a blank. Yeah, That's people right. brought him in last week. Yeah, that was what was funny. Southampton yeah. didn't play, obviously. Um, but yeah, this week he'll play against Watford. He's away from home, and then he has another blank. So keep exactly. away for at least two weeks. Um, but yeah, maybe for the double game week, he'll be a really good. Um, Sort of differential. Yeah, I reckon uh, uh, if he keeps it up, definite potential there. 
Yep. All right. Well, let's get on to a little bit of this. That's right, it's time for the news, and uh, this week, not too much going on. Um, probably the more important one, Sammy, would be uh, Matty Phillips to start. What, what's he, what have you heard on him? Matty Phillips, well, Tony Poulos loves this player, so he is hoping and praying that he's going to be ready for this game. So I expect him, you know, he's going to have a late fitness test today, mm-hmm. and I think the decision will be made. So um, I have a gut feeling that he'll get onto the bench Fair enough. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think he'll start either personally, but look, it's a bit hard to tell. I do like him uh, as a player, so I hope he does play. He's in our team, but oh, he'll be on the bench this week for uh, obvious reasons, given that yellow flag. Who else you got exactly. for me? I've got some of the uh, Arsenal boys are back, so mm-hmm. um, great timing, by the way. Um, we got <laughs> Kishoni back. Uh, Giroud will be back, but I don't think he'll start. I still think Sanchez will play up front. And... Yep. Uh, and Mirza Ozil has also been given the all clear because he's come back from an illness, right. so which I'm pretty happy about because he usually goes missing in big games. <laughs> That'll help. That'll help you guys. Definitely. Uh, oh, speaking of us guys, yep. um, finally we can give Lucas a break from centre back. Yes. And I heard <laughs> Dan Lovren should be uh, past fit for this match. Uh, okay, even though he's not that great, but he's still a lot better than Lucas in that position. He's a lot better than Lucas, okay? I agree with you, he's not that great, but yeah. And finally, finally, one yep. of the players that uh, won't blank next week, yep. who people still have, is Andy Carroll. He should be, he's been training Ooh, all week, so it should Andy be good. Carroll. Big I Andy can, Carroll. I can see that uh, overhead uh, kick in my dreams all the time. Oh, yes. It's just beautiful. Uh, no, good call on that. I don't, I don't mind him at the moment, this point in the season. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, it's uh, been a good pod, and we will see you guys next week. Actually, before we go, let's just quickly do our captain choice this week, Sammy. Oh, who, yeah, we have, have to talk got, about captain. Who have you got to see on? All right, you know what? I've for not for this is not for Oz FBO, okay? Mm-hmm. But my C is on Raheem Sterling. Fair enough. That doesn't you surprise right me. He's, yeah, no, it doesn't oh, okay. surprise me. It doesn't surprise me because he's my vice captain at the moment. And I yeah, think he's just, more likely to get the minutes over a Exactly. Exactly. Weeks, so. You read my mind, see? Yeah. That's the look, reason why. Look, tentatively at the moment, ours is stuck on Aguero and Scout, Fantasy Scout. Obviously, they're the sort of Bible I follow when I can't decide. They've given me uh, good tips always. Uh, they've got it. Overwhelmingly on Aguero, like yeah. the biggest percentage I've ever seen. So, and we probably won't take it off Aguero as well. No, so I, can I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah. yeah, I can see us leaving it on Aguero personally. And yeah, I would say, guys, you need to bring in at least one, if not two, double game week players. The best of which for me are Aguero and Sterling, and captain either of those guys. Yeah, it has to be a Man City player yeah. or Ibrahimovic if you don't. Uh, go through with it. Yeah, if Agreed? you don't have if you don't have Aguero or Sterling or you don't have a really good option, Ibrahimovic is a really good captain option this week. Definitely number two. Beautiful. All right. Well, thanks for the pod, Sammy, and uh, I guess I'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Oz FPL Show. 
see you next week.